you for joining me for quite excellent episode number 54. This is the first episode of a new season of a new school year, so there's only one poem today. It is Laura Hershey's poem, You Get Proud by Practicing. I ran into it shared, I believe, on Twitter. I follow a couple of people who often post on issues of disability access and visibility, and they are most likely how I ran into it, but I honestly can't be sure. What I do know is that I've had it open in a Chrome tab for the better part of a year. It can be found in the 2009 collection Fire in the Soul, 100 Poems for Human Rights, and I'm happy to start the year with it. But why start with this poem? Well, I think that while this poem is clearly coming from a disability activist perspective, and it, the mention of arrests for blocking buses that are not equitably accessible is a direct reference to this type of activism, there is a lot here I imagine students can relate to. I'm hoping this is a poem that resonates, that doesn't require some kind of complex analysis. But we do need some analysis, although that analysis is going to start out pretty straightforward, I believe. Because this is our first poem of the year, it is important to lay out the goals here for students. Your only task in this particular response, and in most responses, really, and it's due by the Friday that follows, is to make and support a claim about the poem. This could be a claim about what works, what is confusing, what point is trying to be made, or something similar. To really count as a claim, though, you must make a statement that is interpretive. It can't be obvious or say something that the poem literally says. Please, 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 please do not say, this is a poem about disability. There are some additional requirements on what your response includes, and you should look at them on the ass assignment rubric. But the most important part is that you write a response that reflects your understanding. Do not look this poem up. I'm not expecting you to get a specific correct understanding. In fact, there probably isn't one. One important point One important point about the podcast episode is that it will always have a secret passphrase and a writing task that must be included in your written response to receive full credit. Today's passphrase is the word stanza. You have likely heard of this before, but if you haven't, a stanza is a group of lines in a poem that work together. It's basically the paragraph of poetry. This poem has four stanzas. Be sure to use this word when referring to specific details in the poem, such as by describing what the author achieves in stanza two, or how it uses some detail in stanza three. The writing task is simply to use the author's last name by itself at least once. It is always acceptable to use just the author's last name, and we should try to use the whole name when we refer to the name the first time. But we must never use only first names. It just isn't allowed. First names are for our buddies, not for writing about professional creators, and especially not in academic writing. Here's this week's poem. You Get Proud by Practicing by Laura Hershey. If you are not proud for who you are, for what you say, for how you look, if every time you stop to think of yourself, you do not see yourself glowing with golden light. Do not, therefore, 
give up on yourself. You can get proud. You do not need a better body, a purer spirit, or a PhD to be proud. You do not need a lot of money, a handsome boyfriend, or a nice car. You do not need to be able to walk, or see, or hear, or use big, complicated words, or do any of those things that you just can't do to be proud. A caseworker cannot make you proud, or a doctor. You only need more practice. You get proud by practicing. There are many, many ways to get proud. You can try riding a horse, or skiing on one leg, or playing guitar, and do well or not so well, and be glad you tried either way. You can show something you've made to someone you respect, and be happy with it no matter what they say. You can say what you think, though you know other people do not think the same way, and you can keep saying it, even if they tell you you are crazy. You can add your voice all night to the voices of a hundred and fifty others in a circle around a jailhouse where your brothers and sisters are being held for blocking buses with no lifts. Or you could be one of the ones inside the jailhouse, knowing of the circle outside. You can speak your love to a friend without fear. You can find someone who will listen to you without judging you or doubting you or being afraid of you and let you hear yourself, perhaps, for the very first time. These are all ways of getting proud. None of them are easy, but all of them are possible. You can do all of these things, or just one of them, again and again. You get proud by practicing. Power makes you proud, and power comes in many fine forms, supple and rich as butterfly wings. It is music when you practice opening your mouth and liking what you hear, because it is the sound of your own true voice. It is sunlight when you practice seeing strength and beauty in everyone, including yourself. It is dance when you practice knowing that what you do and the way you do it is the right way for you and cannot be called wrong. All these hold more power than weapons or money or lies. All these practices bring power, and power makes you proud. You get proud by practicing. Remember, you weren't the one who made you ashamed, but you were the one who could make you proud. Just practice, practice, until you get proud. And once you are proud, keep practicing so you won't forget. You get proud by practicing. Students, be sure to use the word stanza within your response and use the author's last name to refer to them at least once. You might say that, when Hershey uses the word, and you know, insert the word, she accomplishes something. If you enjoy this podcast, have suggestions, or would like the class to direct their eyes toward a particular poem or poetic device, leave a comment on lightandteaches.com or on Twitter. I am at lightandteaches. The content of this podcast is used as a companion to class instructional activities and ownership of these texts remain with their stated authors. Thank you for joining me for episode 54 of this podcast. I hope that between now and the next time you hear from me, you discover and savor a few things that you yourself find quite excellent.